Hello, everyone. My name is Cynthia Bampton, and I'm the co-founder of the Awaken Life Project. And I'm starting a new podcast, and this podcast is basically going to be focused on how to live an awakened life in today's society. So it's called Waking Up to Life with Cynthia. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about things that are very relevant to your life today, whether it be relationships, love, uh, aging, uh, coronavirus, whatever's happening here and now in the world um, and in your life. I'd like to be able to transmit to you another perspective, a new perspective on how you can look at things. And hopefully you'll be able to not only deal with the complexities of life today, but you'll also be able to bring more love, more light, more understanding, more empathy into this world through your own understanding and through your own freedom. So I hope you decide to join me. I look forward to it. Good morning, everybody. I've been thinking about a lot of things lately. And I've been letting in a lot of things. And the funny thing is, is the more I let in, the more I realize that I don't know. And the more dots start to connect for me on, on different things. And as these dots start to connect... There's a, a curiosity that comes forward that wants to find out more. But not from a needing to know kind of place. It's more just a natural curiosity. And this is, this is what I'm finding really interesting. Is because the more I'm open to new information, and in this context it just happens to be about the coronavirus, but it can be about anything, but the more I open to new information, the more natural curiosity comes forward. But what's really interesting is this natural curiosity isn't just about the coronavirus or whatever I was opening up to, you know. The natural curiosity comes online and I become curious about almost everything. So right now I'm sitting on, on the log I normally sit on, and it's Easter morning, and I just did a podcast that I was kind of afraid to do, which is the podcast right before this one, because I was putting out some information in areas that normally I don't talk about. So now I'm sitting here, and I feel completely liberated and very, very curious about everything. So what's happened is in facing a, a fear that I had, and it could be any egoic, any egoic pattern. So it doesn't have to be specifically fear. What comes online is something that's very natural. That's always here, always now, and always who I am. And in this case, I'm experiencing that as curiosity. But even as I'm talking to you now, that curiosity is kind of changing into wonder. 
And now as I'm saying that, that curiosity is changing into feeling very happy. And I'm hearing the birds sing louder. And I'm looking at the, we have this beautiful broom that's blooming, yellow flowers all over the mountainside. And I'm looking and the yellow is more vibrant than it was when I first sat down. So I think this is very interesting because if we want to really find out who we are for real prior to the content and all the beliefs that we have, which is just more content. <laughs> you see, we have to be willing to question everything. And that can sound like some arduous task, like, oh my God, how am I going to question everything? Am I going to sit around and just spend my whole day questioning something? But that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe you'll have to question certain things and take time in your day to, to say, wow, what's real, what's not real? I'm going to check this out, I'm going to check that out. But really what I'm talking about is a fundamental position that one can take, which is the position of not knowing and wanting to know. You see, if you just say not knowing, then some people will walk around and they'll be like, not knowing, oh, I don't know anything, so I guess I don't have to do anything. I don't want to rock the, equi you know, the equilibrium that I feel when I'm just kind of not knowing. But if you're holding a position of just not knowing, really what that is is a position of I don't want to know. And we disguise it as, oh, I'm not knowing anything. But you're kind of acting like, you know, you're unwilling to use the mind to discern. And you might just be acting like you're kind of stupid because it's more comfortable to kind of be in this weird zone of, oh, I don't know anything. So that's why we have to add the other part of this, not knowing and wanting to know. And that doesn't mean just wanting to know things that are happening in the world, but it's wanting to know, who am I? Who am I for real? How do I live? You know, and those questions are the deep spiritual questions, but also we have to be willing to expand those questions and look at the how do I live part in, in more detail. And what I mean by that is maybe when I, when I think about how do I live, it's not just like how do I live, oh, from deep ease of being and deep relaxation and being kind and loving. And we can say all these things and completely want to stick our head in the sand and not wanting to know quite a lot. So, of course, the coronavirus and everything that's happening now is bringing up a lot of stuff. But this is kind of the position that we take all the time. So, you know, I don't want to only speak about our relationship to life in the context of coronavirus because our relationship to life in the midst of coronavirus really is showing us our relationship to life even before the coronavirus. It's because it's our relationship to to truth it's our relationship to fear it's our relationship to god it's our relationship to what is separation it's our relationship to the fundamental questions of who am i and how shall i live and i think what's very interesting is most people don't even ask themselves that question who am i most people have never even thought of that question now, if you've had spiritual inclinations, 
you might have asked yourself that question, who am I? And maybe that's the driving force behind your spiritual path. And how shall I live? And maybe that's also the driving force behind your spiritual path. But many people don't even ask, how shall I live? They're so busy. Some people are just busy trying to survive. But other people are just busy trying to get and to have and to fulfill their egoic desires, needs, and beliefs about themselves. So then, at any moment, we can ask the question, who am I? Am I that which is always anxious, always stressed out, always trying to get, always trying to prove? Is that who I am? Who am I really? Am I that which is aware of all this and watching myself drive myself crazy, feeling completely trapped? Am I that which is feeling completely trapped? Or am I prior to that? And it's the same question of how shall I live? If you ask yourself that question with how shall I live and there's a big question mark, you see there's freedom and there's interest and there's the curiosity that I was talking about. But if you have a very fixed idea of how you should live and anything outside of that fixed idea is fear, you see then it's an egoic position. So you have to ask yourself, how shall I live? We can also ask ourselves, what kind of world do we want to live in? Because the opportunity that we have right now with this whole crisis that's going on is a lot of people are thinking about a lot of things, connecting to a deeper dimension of themselves as they have time to do that, as they have time to slow down. You see, so when this is finished, when this is over, and we're out of our houses again, are you going to go back to how you were before this pandemic? Are you going to be different? Are you going to be changed because of what you've gone through over these weeks and hopefully not months? Because if there's transformation occurring now because you're facing things that you've never faced before, that transformation is occurring now. But you have to also recognize the habit to stick your head back in the sand and to just contract is very, very strong. So right now, in a certain way, you're in the safety of your house. <laughs> and if you're by yourself, you're not relating to very many people. And anytime you put two people in a room, there's the, <laughs> the possibility of, of conflict in a way that maybe isn't there when you're in, in a room by yourself. But you see, how are you going to live when this is all over? Are you going to allow that transformational process to continue? Are you going to shut it, shut it down again and get busy with everything you got busy with before that actually caused you a lot of stress, a lot of suffering, and actually was what was creating the world of separation, the world of ego. That is the world that we've been living in. So this is a huge opportunity for all of us. And one of the things that is so important is we start to recognize when I drop fear, when I face something, when I face fear, when I face insecurity, when I face the lack of control that I feel like I have right now, or you could say the illusion of control, because it is an illusion, 
when I face all that and new possibilities start opening up and I start finding something real and true within myself, are you willing to continue that? But it's not only for your own sake. It's for the sake of the creation of the world that we're going to create individually and collectively when this is over. So right now it's very interesting because more and more people are slowing down, more and more people are communicating and caring for each other. The best of what a human being actually is, is coming forward. Not in everybody, obviously, but that's happening more and more. So right now, as you see all the stuff that's on Facebook and how people are coming together and how the Italians are singing on their verandas and how, you know, just creative things are happening. You see, right now we're already creating a different world because this world only exists in this moment. So what world are we creating? Now, at the same time, there's also negative stuff going on right now. So in the world that we're creating right now, what's our relationship to what we would call the negative stuff? And I say what we would call the negative stuff because sometimes it's the negative stuff and sometimes it has to be very intense negative stuff in order for us to get afraid enough to just let go of the fear because we can't take it anymore or the overwhelm or whatever it is in order for the bubble to pop and all of a sudden it's like, oh right, wow, there's a whole world out there that I don't even see most of the time. Wow, I'm much bigger. I'm much more relaxed. Wow, I don't even recognize myself because most of the time I think I'm small and insignificant and I can't do anything, which just is not true. So this is a moment to create a new world. And the only thing that makes sense to me is creating a new world, which is beyond ego, which is beyond separation, which is where we embrace our true selves as consciousness itself with unlimited possibilities of how we can be together, of the world we can actually create, of how we can care for the planet, how we can care for each other. Because that is our natural state. But most of the time when we're walking around only worried about ourselves and having a very narcissistic relationship to everything that we think and feel, you see, we cut ourselves off from the natural curiosity, the natural care, the love that is already there just waiting to come out of the, the particular manifestation of consciousness that you call yourself. You have a body. You have a mind. You have a mouth. You have a voice, but most of the time we just suppress all of this. We make the body uglier than it is. We don't look at the beauty of who we actually are because we're, we're trying to line up to all the ideas of what our body's supposed to look like. We have all the ideas about ourselves of how small we are, what we can do, what we can't do, instead of opening up to the possibility of we can do anything that we want. You know, we might have to put effort into something in order to learn how to do something. But so what? But just the fact that we open up to new possibilities, I got to tell you, the truth is that you already become more than who you think you already are. And you don't have to do anything other than give yourself to the truth 
and open up. Open your eyes that you are not the fear. You are not the, the victim. Open up that anytime you're victimized, it's because you're buying into the illusion of control. Nobody can control where you put your attention. And if you put your attention on what is real and true and prior to all of this that's in this world, you can do that at any time. And you can get in touch with a human being as yourself that's resting as consciousness which recognizes, oh my God, I am not small. I am that which is unlimited. And I have a choice on what I can bring into this manifest world because I have a body, because I have a mind, and because I have a voice. But if you don't use your voice, if you don't use your mind, and if you continue to contract into ego, the body will get unhealthy. And you will spend a lot of time just trying to feel better. But all of that can be unnecessary. And then you can be using your time for all sorts of different things. But it's not only what you're using your time to create. Because what's most important is when you see, when you're willing to open your eyes, when you're willing to transcend fear and transcend victimization, you see already in that instant and your eyes open, the doors of perception open, you start to see the world for what it is. Both the beauty and the not so beautiful, you could say. You see everything, but you see it from a different context and that's what you're bringing into the world. You're bringing in a liberated view and you're willing to see that which is negative and harmful and you're willing to do something about it. Why? Because you have the courage to step up and do something. And maybe that doing something is just taking on your own fear and being able to express happiness and lightness of being. That's doing quite a lot because when you do that, you invite other people to do the same thing. And what we're doing then is we're inviting other people through our own commitment to being a liberated human being, we're inviting other people to join that possibility. And don't forget, it just doesn't mean we have happier people walking around. That's part of it, but that's very, very small in one sense, because what we have is we have people who are awake walking around, people who are not afraid. You see, and you just have to realize that you have the power to do that. And if you allow yourself to be afraid, you will already recognize yourself to be very, very small. And you won't do anything. You won't make the effort to liberate yourself from the egoic conditioning. You won't make the effort to not know. You'll just stick your head in the sand and you'll live your life. But every moment that we live our lives with our head in the sand is a moment that we're denying 
what's true, real, beautiful. And we're denying unlimited possibilities that can happen in every moment. And you are that unlimited possibility. That's not how we look at ourselves. Normally we just look at ourselves as small and insignificant. And I'm just doing the best I can. How many of you look in the mirror and really look into your eyes and say, wow, look at that. There's unlimited possibilities. And I am that. So I'm going to finish this podcast now. So I'm going to give you a challenge. Go to the mirror right now. And have the courage to look yourself straight in the eye. And see what you see. And even if it's hard, don't turn away. And just see what you see. And then if you're struggling, just make yourself smile. And just keep looking at yourself. And even if you don't believe it, just say, I am unlimited possibilities. And if you're struggling with that, just keep looking at yourself and smiling. And then ask yourself, who am I? And look straight into your own eyes and say, who am I? And see what happens. And you might just want to do this every day. Maybe even a few times a day. Do it as, how often as you want, but do it once. So as I'm saying this, it's very easy. You're going to go, oh, I'm going to finish the podcast. I'm going to put it down. And I'm going to go do something else. <laughs> and you're going to avoid what I'm asking you to do. I remember a long time ago, just really quick, I was reading a Tony Robbins book. And this was like, I don't know, 30 years ago or something or even longer, I don't know. But I'm reading the book, you know, he's given an exercise, and I'm reading the exercise, and the way he writes is he was writing directly to the person reading. So he's writing, you know, he's writing directly to me. I'm reading it, and he's giving me an exercise. And the whole time I'm reading the exercise, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. And then he says, he says, so you're probably thinking, I'm not going to do that. This is ridiculous. But put your feet on the ground, stand up. And, and basically, from what he wrote, he was just challenging me. He's just like going, get off your ass, stand up, do what I'm asking you to do, and just see what happens. Why wouldn't you want to do that? You're already reading the book. Why not do the exercise to make it real? So you're already listening to this podcast. Just do it. Do it and see what happens. And if you want to send me an email, let me know what happens. Just write to info at awakenlifeproject.org and let me know. All right, sending you all a big hug. And yeah, don't forget, who am I? How shall I live? Unlimited possibilities. A new world that I am a part of creating. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope what I've said has helped you. And then uh, let's see where we go on the next podcast. So remember, wake up, live an awakened life, and share this podcast with your friends. All right. Bye.